Good morning, everybody. We have a mostly higher trade in the grain markets here early on Friday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. May corn futures up one and a quarter at 5.47 and three quarters. May soybeans are up three and a half at 13.95 and three quarters. May Chicago wheat up one at 6.31 and a half. May Kansas City wheat down a quarter cent at 5.86 and three quarters. May spring wheat is up three cents at 6.28 and a half. Uh, thank you for watching. If you are watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you hit the like button and make sure you subscribe to the channel if you like these videos. It would certainly help me out in regard to YouTube to help spread these videos around. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you as always. Uh, make sure to leave me a review if you have not already. Uh, to get into the markets here, yesterday was what I would call a risk-off day in a lot of financial markets. U.S. equity markets fell sharply. A lot of commodity markets were down sharply. Um, a couple different things going on here, I think. Um, yields on the uh, uh, longer-term uh, treasury items have increased quite a bit. Uh, yield on the 10-year note jumped to 1.75% yesterday, which is the best level since uh, January of last year. And I have a chart of that that I'm going to show you here real quickly. I think this is a red flag for investors in a lot of markets. I think that it perhaps raises some questions um, regarding the Fed and their policy. You know, the Fed is keeping short-term interest rates at zero, essentially, and, and your 10-year uh, yield, your, your longer-term stuff is rising. And when longer-term rates are, are better, I mean, it can spook investors because it, it makes these uh, items like a, a treasury yield or a bond a little bit more attractive uh, compared to where it was, say, last year. I mean, uh, the 10-year the yield was was well below, what, six-tenths of a percent um, uh, in, in peak COVID like last spring, and now we've risen a full percentage point from there. So this is, I think, a red flag to some people, certainly. Now, the other thing that's going on is that there's this, what they're calling a third wave of COVID in Europe. Um, this was a quote from JP Morgan. Concerns are rapidly growing of a mobility depressing third wave in Europe amid a pause in vaccinations and rapid spread of the B117 mutation that originated in the UK. So there's also some concern regarding additional COVID issues here. In regard to the losses that you saw in commodities yesterday, crude oil was the biggest one. Crude oil lost 7%, uh, more than almost $5 a barrel off the spot month WTI contract. It's back above 60 bucks this morning, but um, pretty nasty stuff there. I mean, all the energies were down sharply, uh, livestock down sharply, grains down sharply. It almost felt, and I have no way of ever confirming this, it almost felt like there was some fund out there either liquidating or rebalancing the, the way that the selling was, was so broad in nature. But in any case, a lot of things kind of took it on the chin yesterday. Um, the other thing reported in the crude oil was that uh, Saudi crude exports hit their highest level in nine months. I don't think that that should have been a huge surprise to anybody, but uh, in any case, it, it uh, uh, crude oil did move sharply lower yesterday. Goldman Sachs said that it sees the pullback in crude as a buying opportunity ahead of the summer, uh, whatever that's worth. China did buy more U.S. corn yesterday. USDA reported a flash sale of corn to China for the third consecutive day. Yesterday's amount was smaller than amounts reported on Tuesday and Wednesday. Still pretty solid stuff here. Three-day total to China, just over 3 million metric tons. That's about 121 million bushels. That's very substantial, although it kind of appears based on yesterday's price action and, and based on trade chatter that these Chinese purchases could be over for the moment, uh, given what we've seen here uh, in regard to price action. 
U.S. soybean export sales are already near their full USDA target for the marketing year. Following yesterday's report, total sales for the marketing year stand at 60.6 million metric tons. That's 99% of the full year export target. Now, granted, we've shipped about 88% of that, so you've still got some shipments that have to happen. Um, but uh, it, if, if you're to assume that we ship everything, I mean, USDA is going to have to come up with that estimate. And, and I think a lot of people believe that that probably is inevitable in both soybeans and in corn. In regard to corn sales, they're already at 92% of their full marketing year target uh, following yesterday's weekly report, although only about half of that has been shipped at this point. We've still got a, a, a record log of unshipped corn because the sales are so large, of course. A lot of that is, is China. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, we had an updated drought monitor yesterday. And no surprise, there was some improvement uh, versus the prior week. Um, now, this for some, in some areas was a drought busting event, certainly, but you've still got drought showing up on on the charts here. And and if you continue into this wetter pattern, a lot of this will kind of disappear. But I mean, you can see the improvement here in in the western Corn Belt, like Western Iowa. A lot of this stuff disappeared week over week. Um, Nebraska, a lot of this stuff improved week over week. Where you're really not seeing improvement is in uh, South Dakota. Uh, in North Dakota in particular, uh, those remain uh, highly problematic areas, and there really is not much relief in, in sight there either when you look at the forecast. So um, as as it sits here in, in mid to late March, uh, your problem areas to start the growing season are going to be the Dakotas. Um, everything else is is improved you know the the central and eastern corn belt have never really had any major problems and the western corn belt seems to be improving uh quite a bit the uh cattle market uh got beat up yesterday just like a lot of other things um the june live cattle contract was down more than two dollars the nearby april held up a little bit better hog market got beat up pretty good except for that nearby contract feeder cattle were down pretty good the outside markets this morning the s p is up seven uh, the Dow Jones is up just a little bit, so just some marginal gains after that big sell-off yesterday. I think we were down about one and a half percent in the S&P yesterday, which is a big move. Uh, gold's up five bucks this morning. Silver's down. The U.S. dollar is up just a few ticks. Crude oil is up 21 cents at 60.21 in the April WTI contract. Uh, the bonds are up. If you guys need some more information from me, as always, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website. Click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. For $49 a month, I will send you my more email which uh, goes out every business day at 6 30 a.m central time i'll let you know exactly how i'm marketing grain corn soybeans and wheat uh cash sales recommendations broken down by crop by crop year by percentage you don't need to have a trading account to participate in this uh, there's a text message service that goes along with it any sort of consulting that you might need this is a monthly deal that can be canceled at any time uh certainly check that deal out if you're uh seeking some additional information maybe seeking to improve your grain marketing this year Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Go Illini. Uh, I'll talk to you Monday.